0: Before we get started, a word from 3BR, proud sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. The guys and gals over at 3BR Distillery are talented creators and purveyors of unusual craft spirits made in their kitschy Slavic punk-style tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit, made from peas, is an homage to their family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experienced craft cocktails made with slavic inspired ingredients in-house over at 3BR Distillery located at 7 Main Street, Keyport, New Jersey. met. I'm well. And uh we just got back from seeing the Marvels. I'm, I'm I am I want to say shocked it sounds so dramatic but pleasantly like, surprised.
1: Yeah, like I mean I I was hyped for it from the moment it was announced because yeah. I actually really loved the Miss Marvel, the show. Same. Um, I love that we were seeing more Monica because it was such a, a little tease we got in WandaVision. Same. So the fact that they were like, and also like probably like Captain Marvel, the movie, was probably my least favorite of all the origin stories because like, it's very weird because Brie Larson's a good actress. Like I've right. seen her in other movies and she was amazing. But like for some reason, Captain Marvel, she played it so like, serious and boring. And not that you have to be goofy, but she was just like she was just I don't know. She didn't give me anything in Captain
0: Marvel. Yeah, I totally moment. agree with you. I, I think she um she leaned a little bit too much into the the fact that Carol Danvers, right, was a like a former Air Force pilot, right? So that right. whole that military background, right, of just being very like you know kind of one note and and yeah. you know rigid, right? I think that that's you know, and, and she and she played that up. I mean, like. She has, like, what, two, like, four or five lines in fucking Endgame, right? You know, And it's funny,
1: because I think they did, the Russo's just come out maybe, like, a week or two ago, or maybe longer. But basically, like, oh, why was Captain Marvel not in it? And they go, because she's too overpowered. Yeah. That's literally why they didn't have her in the movie. Yeah. Because they were like, we wanted our, like, heroes to, like, fight. Exactly. Because she comes in, and it's true, she comes in, she destroys the Kree warship, like, that. Danos is working off of. She headbutts Thanos pretty right. much. She did one on one hand to hand combat with him, mm-hmm. and then like goodbye, like it's done.
0: It's like the same. It's like the same way they had to find ways to make Thor. And Hulk not in Civil War because like as soon as you put them there, it's like well now it's you know they're obviously right. gonna have to be on opposing sides, right? Exactly. Otherwise, if they're on the same side, they're just crushing everybody yeah. else. Wait, why, like,
1: wait, why was so Hulk in Civil War? Um,
0: so Hulk, so we didn't know where he was at the time. But the last time we saw Hulk before Civil before Civil War, it was at the end of Age of Ultron, right when he's oh, flying he flying away in the, away ship in the because Quinjet because he was all
1: pissed off that like um, because he like uh, oh because he like like got. Manipulated. Because he had lost control,
0: death. yeah, like earlier in the movie, yeah. And Thor was and oh and that's uh,
1: what, that's how he ended up um where on the what War World or whatever. Uh
0: yeah, on the uh on the collector not the collector's plants, the the game master or whatever yeah. his name was Jeff Goldblum's yeah. character. Yeah, because so he got, right. he got oh, sucked right. through that wormhole, you know, that's right? right. That's right, that's and right. And then where was And then apparently Thor? fucked somebody and had a son. Right? Which Dark was Night a great well. yeah, which we'll talk about uh, yes. with the Marvels because uh, there was the which it it felt like an after credit scene, but it wasn't an after credit scene. So yes. before we get into all the spoiler stuff, like so, this is yeah. So I, I would agree. I was I was going in like I was excited for this movie because it's like I'm excited anytime a Marvel movie comes out, right. but I wasn't really expecting a lot out of this, right? Especially you know? like
1: the last few, right? Like I mean, Guardians three, great, yeah. amazing. But it's it's funny, like even when you're looking at like the last couple of marvel movies guardians 3 felt like such a isolated movie right almost in a way because like there was no kang there was no like greater implications to like what's right. going on right because like the last couple ones like what was the one before ant-man i don't remember
0: love and thunder all oh, right
1: so that didn't have like a ton of implications but then ant-man was like oh we're starting to get the kang stuff and honestly like on my way here i was like like Quantum Mania was such like a letdown and that like yeah. the only thing i really remember about the movie was that Modoc looked like shit um the best part of the movie was the brawl between kang and ant-man at right. the end and that
0: was really it. Yeah, no, like, Quantum Mania is, is like very forgettable. Like it's not bad, but it's not great either, right? right? You know, and like Love and Thunder is like really not right. that like, great, right? You know, I right. Hate that movie, you with know? A fiery passion, it, of a burning thing, <laughs> th- <laughs> right? And then like you know, so like like thinking about those two movies, right? Like, like Black Panther two was fucking great, oh yeah, you know, but, but like again, thi- no,
1: no, but again, very isolated, very movie. isolated, right? Um, and then so like Guardians three, very isolated. So this one like like just kind of jumping ahead really felt like okay i kind of we're going somewhere we're moving somewhere with the overall storyline and not so much these just like little insulated movies
0: yeah this movie really honestly is like top tier marvel because it gives you it's got a you know it's a it's it's the the plot line it's it's Pretty straightforward. It's not like overly complicated, which is,
1: I think, what the runtime helps with. that Yeah, too.
0: like a, yeah, like an hour forty five, right? Um, there, and it felt longer than an it hour it did 40. feel longer, right? Like, I think it's because they
1: packed it in, and yeah. every scene, because when you have hour forty five, right, every scene has to mean something. Every Correct. scene has to push the um, the movie forward, and I feel like if it was longer, the only thing we would have gotten would be them be traveling, That's right? Because like it was very much like, oh, they swapped, and then it'd be like then like obviously captain marvel couldn't travel anywhere right. then she just showed up but it was already inferred okay she was on earth she flew up to the
0: fucking space station
1: but if we had 2 hours you probably would have just seen her traveling right cuz um, so you, everything felt very tight yeah
0: there. and like you really didn't need any more right so you've got like the like the good plot there's good action but not too much action there's like legitimately good character development the oh, yeah. chemistry between the three leads oh, was amazing. like awesome right and the side
1: characters Kamala's Psy characters are great. Fury, yep. like I was here for it. And I most love Fury, important this one way more than yeah.
0: And most importantly, you have a good villain. Now, like they you could have gotten like more they definitely could have gotten like more screen time of the villain, right? Yeah. But they gave you just enough to understand the motivation, the motivation which is what made her a good villain, right? Because like yes, it was partially revenge on carol but it was also she was legitimately trying to save her home planet as well which is right. like a cool
1: but also like it, it i also liked it because it was like like how do i explain it kind of like what spider-man did in um no way home like oh okay yeah he's the quote-unquote hero but like they made a bad decision and yeah. now there's co- like repercussions for it like carol thought destroying supreme intelligence was the right thing to do come to find out it wasn't and same thing with spider-man like he was like Oh, I need this spell because people, like, two people know in Spider Man, then he, like, he became, he was fucking stupid as he's doing this spell. Oh, wait, no, add, add my fifth grade teacher and my, my masseuse and add all these fuckers and it fucked up everything. Yep. And then it's like a uh, bad decisions. Totally. Uh, but I like that because, then, but then there's consequences, there's stakes. Right. And it's, I, it's very much like, I like that version versus like Iron Man being like, oh, like, I beat you and everyone's happy and we move on with our lives. And it's like, Okay, that's
0: cute, but like, and it also puts a little bit of a cooler perspective on the first Captain Marvel movie because exactly, like, you now you you now know that when she left Earth at the end of the first movie, which again remember takes place in the '90s, right. right? She went pretty much right to Hala fucking destroyed the supreme intelligence and then there was you know the, the the uh she uh dar ben was talking like you know 30 years right that triggered the kree civil war it caused the sun to go right. out and like the drought and, the kree, and everything and else the kree like, civil
1: war which is like a huge moment in marvel lore marvel comics is really started because of her right and like and then again that care you were talking about character development of like Monica's like, why didn't you come back? And she's like, Because I, I fucked up and I figured if there was somehow a way I could fix it, um, that I didn't feel comfortable coming back. I, I basically didn't feel comfortable leaving the cosmic space in yeah. the fucked up shit that I left it and be like, Oh, I'm gonna come back and say hello. Right.
0: And it was so great too. And it's like again, it was it was a part of that exchange too, is it it's like a bit of a trope, but it worked when she was like she was like she's like when she Carol said she goes, People needed me. And then she was like, "Bitch, I needed you." You yeah. know, like, like, like you've seen that a million times in movies, but it works every time. Right. Like, it's a good character well, piece. And then, well, then
1: they use that kind of multiple times throughout, like, like even with Kamala, right? Because Kamala is this very like street level hero, like. And then she gets thrust into this like holy shit, and it really, I was, I actually liked it because it was like kind of like a holy shit moment of uh, forget the the first planet that they with the scrolls, right? And they start like they're putting the scrolls on the ship, and like they're like, Kamala, we gotta go, and she goes, there's still oh, scrolls, dude, so and they good. were like, we have to save the ones we can, Yeah. but again, it's it's very much like, you gotta make these choices, and it's like, as a hero, you have choices to make, and there aren't always good in it, and that, that's kind of a theme I noticed throughout, because she's like, I feel so bad, and like, too bad, go, we gotta go, Yeah. and so, like, Kamala gets this, like, slap in the face of, like, what it actually means to be a hero, Yeah. and, like, what's the right decision? And I don't, there isn't one. Well, it was cool
0: too, because like every character had one of those, every main character had one of those moments. Right. So, uh, Carol has it at the beginning, right. When they leave the planet and say, we got to save who we can. Yeah. Um, Kamala does almost the exact same thing when she's like, yo, I'm not letting this bitch get my other band. So we're bailing out now. Sorry. You got to leave the other planet behind. And then Monica does it at the end when she's like, I knew that I was never coming back from this, you know, like, by right right like yeah
1: well yeah and it's so i thought that was interesting um i I, the i I actually like that i feel like this is i mean we've had movies in space like with guardians but i feel like this was the first like cosmic heavy movie not just guardians in space right there's a very cosmic yes because most of
0: the yeah because most of the stuff you saw like in guardians right um were on like it was more kind of about like Traveling to other planets, right, right? In order to get something, right? Like, like
1: it was ego in the second movie, and yeah. Then, you know, like, and like while like... this
0: had a lot of that, you're right, there was a lot of just like they're just in fucking space, you right. know. It like... wasn't
1: about going to the planet, yeah. It was more about this, and you space
0: got and... to see Saber, you know. Um, which I just I gotta be honest, I don't know why they just didn't keep Sword. Right, you know, yeah. like it just because
1: wait, it, when, wasn't wasn't Monica part of Sword in Wandavision?
0: Uh, no, no, they they still called it Saber, I, oh, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's always been called that. Um, or, or they're like they hinted at it. I don't think they actually called it anything. Yes. They hinted at it, you know. Um, but like, yeah, it's like why not just call it like why well, gotta like in like I know in in the in the like when you first heard about Shield in iron man right in the in the mcu right they changed what the the letters stood for like what the acronym was but it was still oh, like, right. shield right, right? But it you changed, know like, the couple, they did yeah, yeah. they changed a couple of so i was just i was just i was, was kind of like it, it, it didn't you know take anything away from me but i'm just kind of like well why don't you, do you keep it sword like whatever exactly. saber you know it's, it's like what's the big dramatic. deal but it's like those little details like you know you know, you know what one of my favorite just like small stupid details about this movie was mm-hmm. the fact that Right, so Carol Danvers was a fighter pilot, right? Yeah. And did you notice how any scene where she was on the ship but still wearing her costume she was wearing it down the same way you see like fighter pilots there oh was, yeah. like the jumpsuit like down like yeah because it it's
1: like i don't need it all up here right but i want to be ready
0: right it's like ready to go like it's like very much a thing you see with like you see with race car drivers too right like they're like ready to go you take know like top off take the yeah because yeah. it, it's usually like one zip right so kind of zips down like a small little detail but i was like like that's how like a fighter pilot would probably wear their costume you know exactly. their, their jumpsuit it's pretty cool
1: yeah and so Kind of where it was. Um, I thought it was. So what I I will say, I did have some problems with the movie. What I mean by that is they played very loose with the switching. And what I mean by that is like, every time we use your powers are switch. Okay, but like Captain Marvel's flying. Is that not considered a power? Right. But we're not switching. And then she could sometimes punch people. And nothing would switch, but then she'd go to punch and then switch. And I'm like, all right, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Because, like, again, Kamala's powers is creating light energy. Right. But then she could create some light energy, but then sometimes she'd do it and they switch. And, and then they was, switch, yeah. They, they played a little loose with it for me. I just wish, like, if we're going to use it, use it. But, like, Monica Rambeau is phasing in and out, but right. not switching. But then she go to punch someone. And, like, it was, that's the only part I was like, I liked it because it, it was cool for the story, but if you think about it a little too long, it's like why there was a lot of times they should have switched and did it
0: right. And I think that that the way that I reconcile that one is because yeah, that that was bothering me at first, but then they give you that little training montage where they're like kind of uh, learning to control yeah. that change. Um, which you know implies that they have some control over it. They focus on it, but then you still see later on like they don't have complete control over it, right? So like that, like that for me, like it was, it, it did make me kind of raise an eyebrow, but. It ultimately works in the end for me because they gave you that little training montage, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which, which is also like a bit of a character moment, right? They were like finally like becoming, you know, because right the scene Instead before of that, fighting it. right? Because the scene before that when they were like, like we're not a team, we're not a team, and then you know Kamala's all excited, we're right? A team. Yeah, and they're like, fuck no, and then afterwards they're just like they're hanging out, and like, and I loved how the you know the just the. The, the, again the little details the fact that they were like all kind of in their like pajamas during that little montage right exactly. it was like they were hanging out like at a fucking slumber party kind of thing like it was just a cool the chemistry between the three yeah. of them was well, really was great say, can
1: go character by character so kamala really did it for me yeah this movie i fucking love the opening yep the fucking she because she writes comics right, right. like she is the audience, right? She is us. And like just the little like how she's writing it and it's moving along. And I'm like, this is fucking cool. Um, I love that. And she really she really and then like she really did it for me. And then again, just kind of seeing where her care she so she's the Fury of the Young Avengers, like holy shit, which I did not see happening, bro. I mean, we knew yeah. Young Avengers was mostly happening, right? But tell me, Kamala Khan's going to be the Fury and kind of it? Yeah, I would have never seen because yeah, because
0: they've been hinting at it, right? That started back in Wandavision when they introduced the kids, right? And then you had Kate Bush, right? Bush, and, not Kate Bush,
1: <laughs> running up that hill, Kate and running <laughs> up that building. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My pop culture worlds are colliding. I was going to say, that's, that's Stranger keep... Things season four. I know. Uh, Kate, Multiverse! Yeah, Kate Bishop, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you had, uh, obviously, Miss Marvel, and then Hulk's son, right? And then, uh, Scar Quantumania was uh, was Cassie, right? like, all of these characters that are like, younger characters oh, are coming um, up. And then, like,
1: um... Black Panther's
0: son, right? Although he's a little young, a little young. But, but we, you but could, you could even, and you, you could even say Shuri, like she's, yeah, she can't be that. She's probably the same age as Kate Bishop, right? Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, no, you have these. You knew these characters were all dropping, but yeah, like a, a young Avengers title has not been announced, right? And so
1: you're like, okay, well the players are there, but maybe they're like, how is it going to happen? But now it's just going to be like, so now my question is. Did, like, for example, like, they say, oh, Avengers Secret Wars. Is it, like, I'm not, I'm spitballing, but, like, did they just say that to get fans excited, but it's actually not Secret Wars and it's Young Avengers? You know what I mean? Or, like, yeah, so I it think- just feels so weird to have an Avengers movie that they didn't announce.
0: Right. And I think that it's, I, see, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know if, honestly, they've even figured it out yet. Because I'm, right. I'm sure that there's somebody at Marvel that's saying, like, okay, guys, listen. Is a Young Avengers movie and/or TV show that just focuses on these characters? Is that like viable? Like, are people right. going to like that? Because if you remember, right, like, you know, we're sitting here like hyped, you know, for the Young Avengers, right? But at least for me personally, if I think back to my as I've read comics over the years, right, all of the characters that were, you know, members of the Young Avengers or whatever, mm-hmm. like. I like those characters now, but when the Young Avengers title first came out and you had all these, it was garbage. Like, it was not good. It was just (laughs) like a... It was it it was just like a ploy to I, I don't know attract maybe younger readers or whatever I don't mm-hmm. know like you know and and there were some interesting characters in there because again a lot of them have a lot of those characters have you know well, they're still young a lot of those characters are like way more interesting in comics now well, because we kind had, like, of Wiccan and Hulkling right and, was, and like, like Kate Bishop thing. is like so like her solo run is like so awesome like it's such good stuff but, like the the it was just like the the original introduction of those characters they were like trying too hard right it was just kind of like it was like what dc did just like all these new characters all at once just smashed in right and like and it was like hulkling right that's the one that always gets me because it was like they were trying so hard to have like apples for apples like you had your captain america and you had your like you know whatever right and it's like, okay, what are we going to do for Hulk? And they made him, like, a fucking Skrull. Like, he was half Skrull, half something else. I forget yeah. what it was. And he had, like, fucking wings that he could, like, grow. It was just a weird exactly. character design. Like, so but I think that so, they're, like, walking yeah. on eggshells a little bit with but it. But it's
1: so funny because, like, I, I feel though that not duped. That's not the word. But I'm like, goddamn, Marvel did it again. And what I mean by that is, like, the fucking callback of, like, Bishop comes in her house, and then Kamala's in shadow, re- very reminiscent of like the first Iron Man. And fucking, no one knew Samuel L. Jackson was gonna be, and he was in shadow. And yep. Samuel L. Jackson comes out. He's like, "I have an offer for you." Like the callback was great, but then you realize like, you're part
0: of the bigger world. That's right, like, but what then he you realize, said. like, holy
1: shit, they've been breadcrumbing us for fucking years. Yeah. They did it again. Yeah. Like, holy shit, I didn't even see it happening. Like,
0: and that's why I was saying this movie is like top tier Marvel because. Again, it's like you know, as good as Black Panther two was, right? And as enjoyable as Quantum Mania was, even though it wasn't really that great. And you know, I mean, I, I enjoyed Love and Thunder, but listen, I know it wasn't a good movie. Like, but I enjoyed it for mm, what it was, you okay. know. Um, but like, it's been it's been like a little while since. I mean, it's been pretty much since Endgame was the last time I was in the theater and felt like that. Oh shit! Like this is but, fucking. Oh, you great. want to know the
1: difference? Is the one word? This movie was fun.
0: Yes. And you, I can't say,
1: Love and Thunder was, I guess, funny in parts.
0: It was too funny, but, but it was, it was but too but then, funny. But then
1: again, we had gore and it was like very, like, again, the tone was crazy in yeah. Love and Thunder. Then Guardians of the Galaxy, emotional, yeah. not fun. At all. Right. <laughs> and then Quantumania had jokes, but again, that was a world building movie. It was fun. Right. Fun. Right. This movie was fun as fuck.
0: It was. Fun it was as funny. Fuck. Yeah.
1: It was like I, I, I was about, like the whole time, especially the whole like first twenty minutes. I was like giggling the whole yeah. time.
0: And and the best part, of, like none of it felt forced either. Right. Like like one of the issues with Love and Thunder, right, was that. The, the jokes, so many of the jokes felt forced. Like, it just felt like they were making jokes for the sake of making jokes, right? Right. Whereas this movie did not feel I think like because that at all. Because
1: I think that, I think really that goes on Kamala because she is that, like, hyper excitable. And she's funny, but she, again, the actress, um, her name's Iman, I forget her last name. Iman yeah. Valani. Yeah. It, I think it's just a natural, she's just naturally funny, right? She, yeah. She doesn't have to say a joke to be funny right Right. so like when it's like the whole like oh okay guess we gotta work together she's like we're a team like that's funny but she didn't have to make a it was just that's just her character well
0: this also i think shows like you know again i know that they were trying to like and and, and i i don't know you know i like why i mean I, i i said the the whole uh Military thing, right? As to why Captain Marvel was so kind of one note in the first movie, but like she was obviously more loose and comedic in this movie, and like I think it's better for her character. Oh, like, he, a lot. Like, yeah, like, and, and it just like I, th- I think Brie Larson just kind of naturally gravitates towards that a little bit more. Like, e- even even like the one line, you know, she had an end game. Which was a little bit comedic when he and he was like, "Hi, oh, I'm Peter Parker," and she was like, "Hey, Peter Parker." Yeah. She was like, "What do you got for me?" Right yeah. then, she went back to, like being super serious, but like that little like break of comedy is like really, really good. I think mm-hmm. for her character, it was
1: funny, that, um, especially because again, I think because of the tight runtime, all we needed, we didn't need all the as exposition. Like when we went to the planet, yep. the singing planet, which we can jump into but it was (laughs) but it was just like oh it's weird it's like hey listen i did him a favor we have a marriage convenience they they were i love that though that's it we didn't need a background scene we didn't need a flashback all we needed was a line and but then uh, for the audience it's like oh okay she has been putting in work being in the cosmos right this long she's not just sitting in her ship waiting with her thumb on her ass like she has been actively trying to help people on different planets and she's constantly doing it and gets into it's like what shenanigans will she get into but like the one line that's all i needed now the singing planet
0: i i was was so so, stupid
1: it was i it was so off-putting almost a little too much off-putting oh it felt very guardians like (laughs) it definitely felt like guardians adjacent like i could have seen this in a guardians movie yep it just felt very out of place like I still look at it and, like, I don't understand the, like, I get the, hey, we have to visit them because of the water planet. I just don't understand, like, what was the point of doing all this backstory that they can only sing? And, like, okay, she's a princess. I'm fine. Keep that story. Right. But,
0: like, I I just didn't get the point of it. You know he what I mean? said, the prince was bilingual he speaks regularly yeah like, <laughs> honestly i think the whole thing was a setup for that joke <laughs> like right? uh, that was the whole thing you know so i here's the way uh yeah okay listen the the singing planet was so silly like it was almost yeah like almost a little off-putting especially for me because i fucking hate musical movies yeah. but also right? it didn't
1: even make sense it's a water planet right where they also sing and they say right it'd be different if like i don't know nothing if it was i don't know just didn't make sense like that's what the people would be for what the planet
0: offers you know what Here, I mean? here's here's why i liked it because if you think back to after endgame which yeah a lot of people like forget about this which is one of the reasons why they're all everybody's so like gotta stick up their ass about marvel now right right is that like kevin feige very clearly said he's like listen he's like post End Game there's going to be different pockets of the Marvel Universe, right? It's separate but all connected. There's going to be the street-level shit, right, which you saw with, like, She-Hulk, right, and Hawkeye, right? There's going to be, like, the main Avenger type stuff, right? right. We saw Falcon the Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. right? And then there's gonna be the cosmic stuff, right? Which was Guardians and very much this movie. And I think the tone of well at least the first two Guardians movies, maybe not so much the third one, like, right? and this movie were very similar. And what I like that Marvel is doing when they When you think of the cosmic right, because again, this movie was very separate from everything else yes. right, um, but when you think of like the cosmic nature of things, think about think back to the other guardians movies, right mm-hmm. right where every planet they go to, like whatever it's like there's hardly any explanation, and every planet is just like wildly fucking different in terms of. Whether it's the way their people look, Mm -hmm. the planet looks, like the customs. Well, I Guardians 3 was like that because they had this like
1: anthropomorphic,
0: but they were all like bipedal. And it was just like, yes,
1: he has a bunny face and he's in a suit. And see, I really (laughs) see,
0: like, see, like, that's the kind of stuff I love because it's like, it, it allows you, like, the writers and the directors to just like, lean into the absurdity of like, okay, what would it be like if we just went to another planet? What could other planets possibly be like? And honestly, it's like fucking mean girls. Like the limit does not exist. It's like, you want to make a planet that's mostly water where everybody has to sing to communicate and like that's their language. Cool, right? It's like, you want to make a planet where everybody is an an amorphous blob that lives on top of a mountain. Also cool. Like it doesn't matter because it's not the kind of thing like you can't, like there's no there's no frame of reference for it like when you think of like the star wars universe right that has its own little rules right. this is like the limits of your it's imagination because like who's that, gonna tell you no i think
1: it's also just a way to like hey listen instead of going to another I, I mean i get it now that we talk about it like it was very weird just watching it but would i i think i liked it more now thinking about like what if they went to another planet like Hala? like dark everything's made us like all this like really right. tacky like glass everyone's kind of just like looks a little off but not really like would i have preferred that would I have preferred what we got and now i think about it i prefer what we got
0: yeah because it's, it's like let's be weird and different and wild and let's just fucking because again who's gonna tell you no who's gonna sit there and say oh that's not what that planet would look like really like go fuck yourself yeah you know <laughs> also
1: speaking of that planet i thought it was interesting and, and maybe this was in the comics that's why i didn't understand it why they make such a big deal with miss marvel's sash or scarf remember he was like use your scarf and now it now it's like this whip or something is that in the comics no i i don't believe i just thought it was an interesting choice
0: i know it's a it is a very important like it's a very accented part of her costume in the comics yeah i don't recall it ever being used as a weapon right because the way
1: she was using it it almost felt like stretchy weighted like, had a mind of its own a little bit, and I I just thought that was interesting.
0: It seemed like the implication was was that they got those newer costumes on that planet. So, like, that... Scarf had its own. I don't know, special powers yeah. or like whatever. Yeah, I, I just thought it was like, interesting. I was yeah, like, I mean, I didn't hate it. I it think it was different. just. A, I think it was just a nod to the comics, right? Because it's like again, in the, if you look at any picture of her in the comics, especially the scarf when she first, blowing. yeah, it's, always, it's like such a hugely accented piece of her of her fucking costume. Yeah. Um. But I can we talk about how like I, I'm sorry I it's I don't know if it was her her grill or her eyes, or just her facial expression, but there was something so off-putting about Dar Ben's face the entire movie. Like, it's I, almost I, like she was... Just, like, her look? Yeah, yeah was like I, off. I, I, I couldn't tell if it was, like, the... The you know the prosthetics that are like and the shit they had put on her like face and her and her eyes and her teeth or whatever, or if it was just this look she had on her face the entire time she always had this look on her face but I can't tell if it was because of the shit that she was yeah. wearing or like it well, was just I will so off putting. I'm
1: showing you what for the viewers that's what she looks like without any makeup and it, she looks exactly the fucking same. I guess I guess that's just the way her face looks. Yes. Then. Well, like let's see what is her? What is her? Oh, but like she's engaged to Loki. She's engaged to Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, from part it says partners. Tom Hiddleston, two thousand
0: nineteen. Fuck out of here! Engaged?
1: No way. Not not the nepo. No. way. Yeah, she's I did not engaged. know that. Uh, they co-starred in like a couple like Broadway things. Oh, and they have one kid. Holy shit! So good for them. Oh, isn't that so weird though that Loki season two and the Marvels came out on the same day? I know, right? I'm mean, oh, sorry, the season finale, right? And they're, I mean, like
0: almost married. Yeah, the season season two of loki was you need to watch that so we can talk i know you know what it is i just because the problem is disney
1: plus i was really loving disney plus and then they like cut back on their marvel marvel shows a lot and then i was like okay that's fine but then what they were releasing that wasn't marvel shows just didn't interest me sure because the problem is disney plus they're trying to like you know appease the marvel fans appease the star wars fans and i'm not like a huge star wars fan like so like oh mandalorian i'm like i don't care right i don't care right um and so then it's like and then then it's like oh kids movies and i'm like i don't it's all i cancel my disney plus subscription but now that loki all six
0: episodes are out i'm gonna re-up and yeah get the one month free binge it yeah it's only it's only six episodes um but yeah no i the i don't understand like why it was just
1: she had and i think it was i think the contacts had the contacts were to do unsettling
0: it. but it was also like why'd she have a grill she had like four gold teeth like yes. why I, I just yeah that was that interesting. was just a, that was just a choice you know like that was just a choice it just made it it made her look like her like it, it looked like she was uncomfortable yes. like like it looked like whatever they put on her mouth made her unfucking comfortable and,
1: and unfortunately kind of falled into like what marvel's always fall fell into is like oh the villain was probably the weakest part of the movie See, I don't... I mean, see, she was a good villain, but I'm saying, like, is anyone going to remember her? Yeah, exactly. No. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Loki, obviously, right. right? Like, big villain. People know him. But it's like it's like Thor the Dark World. People and, don't talk about Malekith. And this is know? one of those
0: things where... Well, because Malekith also sucked, but, like... Yes. But I'm this saying is, Marvel has a right. villain problem. This is one of those things where it's like I feel like somebody was sitting there thinking, like, you know, okay... Do we want to, because to to your point earlier, right, like, the movie was shorter than most Marvel movies, but, like, what could they have filled the time with, right? Right. And, like, the only thing they really would have made sense to do would be the villain. But, you know, somebody there in the editing room was like, well, we don't really need to because you've got enough of the, right." you know. Because the the movie was supposed to come out in the summer, too. It was supposed to be more of a. And it did have a summer blockbuster feel to it, for sure. Oh, absolutely.
1: Um. So we talked about, um, let's talk about Miss Photon. I, they never fucking used her name. I was pissed. I know. they Because, <laughs> like, well, they made it a storyline. They're like coming up with names, coming up with names. Right. But they never really went anywhere. Right. And then I just wanted, I wanted Kamala to be like, you know what? You're like a Photon Beam. And she's like, you know what? <laughs> I like Photon. And I'm like, that's all I needed. But it's, that's just me being annoying. They,
0: they did. I think they, if, if I recall, there was when Kamala Khan was just running through names real fast. I think one of the ones she did say was Spectrum, yeah. which was cool which because was that's her a names. name, one of her names, right? Yeah, she had like seventeen different. Like Captain Marvel was her name at one point, yes. you know, like oh, when they uh, gave Professor Marvel, I love that. When oh, that was really funny too. Um, no, when when they gave her for like. 30 seconds, the like the, I don't know what, what you want to call them, the sashes or whatever, like the, the little wings she had, like, like she had oh, back yeah. in the seventies on her costume. And she was, and was like, she, and she was like, this is a lot. Yeah. Isn't she it? threw them off. I was like, no, so great. Such a little comic, you know, thing, but, but yeah, no, uh, uh, uh Photon, uh, Monica Rambo was so great in this movie. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. I love their powers. I mean, she was
1: right. Like I got shades of vision, yep. you know, with the phasing. Yeah. Um, but like. They made her power set huge. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't know where they were going to go with it because we really didn't, you know, we knew it from the comics. But, right. you know, she had, like, 17 different powers. Yeah. She could fly. She could phase. She could shoot beams. She could do this. I was like, th- every, every time she was in it, we had a new power. And yep. I was like, Jesus
0: Christ. Yep. But I really like the subtle callback to the first Captain Marvel movie, too, where... You know, one of the plot points in the first Captain Marvel movie was her kind of learning about her powers and unlocking their full potential, and yes. that was very much what Monica Rambeau had in this movie, right? Like, because at the beginning of the movie, right, she didn't know how to fly. Yeah, she like figured it out, and by the time it got to the end of the movie, she's like full on flying in space, like fully unlocked right. her powers. But, but I like right? that it was
1: it was again it was a. Uh, uh, you know we'll call it like a superhero origin story but we didn't need you know the montage scene uh, I right. where they got the montage of like the toby mcguire spider-man yeah. where he's like sitting there <laughs> trying to like shoot the web and he's go, like go web go <laughs> right and he's like going into the building and learning how to web crawl like we didn't need that it was like we had a few key scenes and then but i think also with monica's character and how they've already built her up before she got powers was like she gets it and gets it fucking done. Yeah. Right. Like the whole reason she got powers was because she got ejected from the hex. You know, she got her memory back and then she goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going back in. Yeah. And fucking Went just through, pushed push yep. through the hex and got what needed to get done. So, so like, it makes sense for our character to be like, we don't need a big montage scene. Cause she's just going to figure it the fuck
0: out. Right. Which is why, which again, this is like what goes back to, um, for me, it's like, the, the brilliance of Marvel is that they lay these little breadcrumbs out, like, throughout, and then, like, a, like now's the payoff, right? Like, right, now exactly. is the payoff, yeah. Um, So, we have to talk about the last few scenes, because. Oh, my God. Like, so, I mean, like, listen, I was already, like, on board for this movie. I thought it was a great movie, like, definitely, like, top tier Marvel I in think terms of, the, like. I
1: think the mid credit scene with. Monica is probably one of the best up there with, like, you know, I, I can't think of a lot of them, but, like, one of the best, mid, like, oh, yeah, mid-credits. yeah,
0: for sure, no, that's, that's way up there with, um, honestly, I, it, let, let's, let's think about some of them, right, so, I mean, obviously the first one is why right, I'm here talking about the Avengers and that's probably going to be, like, that one's probably always going to, yeah, Take the cake, right? Or
1: even like the Thanos, like grabbing the gauntlet, fine, I'll do it myself. Like, you know, yeah. I think of the that. Thor's
0: hammer one is always like a classic one, right? Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, man, I don't know. I oh think, like, the- I just like,
1: and it was so good because when you, you know, she seals the portal, but like the planet behind her was obviously like a dead planet. And right. so you're just like, okay. And I thought it was going to be very much like, she's just kind of going to, again, she's going to figure it out. Um, and then, you know, she, and I, it, I don't know. I, I want to watch it again because it was a, actually a beautiful moment that she had with Maria. We, we forgot the name. Her name is Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo, yes. <laughs> Where she sees Maria. Yeah. And she's like, Mom, oh my God, I'm sorry. And it was almost a beautiful moment. And I feel like Beast coming in kind of undercut the emotion that they were coming for. But I actually love that, like, Monica almost got a little bit of closure, right. but not really. It not just, a lot. I think, again, I think it's a 30 second scene. It needed a little bit more time to breathe, but I get why it wasn't because like it's not really part of the movie it's supposed to be a stinger right Um, but I love that we almost had that like resolution where she was kind of able to say what she always wanted to say to her mom because she was blipped and wasn't there for her when she died and was like really sad but then and it was just shot so well because you talk and you hear someone talking and you're like mm? and then you see him go across and you just see the little the little piece of blue in his and you're just like are you fucking kidding me and like I said, we we talked about it in the theater, but like it was all CG beast, which I was fine. I thought he looked fine. They definitely used Kelsey Grammer's voice, right? You looked that up. Yeah, it was Kelsey Grammer's voice. Okay, good, yeah. Um, they definitely used, like his face scans from like you know the movies or whatever. Um, and then Quasar, which I thought was an interesting. Well, so position. it was actually it was
0: binary, not not they called her binary. Um, oh, okay. Yes. So that was something that I oh, she was like, like,
1: was that's not someone wasn't Quasar?
0: No no the the suits are very similar but it's oh, like okay. yeah so it's interesting because the you know cuz because binary, right, in the comic books, is actually Carol Danvers. It's Carol Danvers when she kind of like loses control or like OPs, oh, you know, okay. on her. Like she absorbs too much solar energy. I forget exactly what happens. Oh right, yeah, but like,
1: Carol Danvers became binary after being subjected to experiments performed by brood scientists that linked her to the energy of a white hole. Oh, that's what it was. That right. Was also yeah. Also, my um, nickname at the club. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. So. So. Yeah. So it was cool to see her. Like. Like. Mention the name binary. But yeah. Like when but that. It
1: was such a moment because like it was very much like I'm in the suit. The camera pans down like a little bit up, and I was like, oh, I, I thought it was. I don't know why I thought it was Quasar because Quasar is a bigger character, right? And I was like, oh, we really made it a moment like for the whole suit for binary. I was like, mm, okay. right.
0: But it does track because it's almost like she's a Carol Danvers variant. But because
1: again, in. Uh, Multiverse of Madness she was you know they brought Lashawn Lange she was the as, Captain Marvel and she was Captain Marvel yeah. she had like a, was it like a black suit it was a darker suit it, the, well it was it's like the
0: original Kree like, looking suit yeah yeah. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: and so it was like so it does track and like right. it's like Mon, uh, Maria Rambo is in other universes whatever you want to call it does kind of take the mantle of Captain Marvel
0: totally and I loved the I mean like I was not expecting that at all, no, not at all, you know, because I, I mean,
1: like, the only tease of X Men, right? We've gotten was in this Marvel, right? And he was just like, Hey, um, I her little friend was like, Yeah, mutation. Like, you know, your mutation in your genes, and you get like the one, and in Black Panther
0: too, also, right? You got the they they mentioned that he's like, I'm the first that is immune, right? Um,
1: and so I was like, Okay, but that's what we've gotten, like, very little, tiny little, right? Not even a crumb, a smidge of a crumb, and now it's like, Oh. Beast is in the movie. Yeah. Done. First official, like X-Men so that's in how the Marvel I, Universe. Like, holy shit. So that's
0: how I think you know that. because Sooner rather than later. Well, not even necessarily that. Everybody's like, you know, how are they going to introduce the X-Men? How are they going to introduce the X Men? How are they gonna introduce the X-Men? How gonna, blah blah blah, right? We know that we know that Hugh Jackman is filming Deadpool 3, right, with yes. with Ryan Reynolds, right? We've well, we've all seen the fucking pictures of him in the yellow and blue, right? Um but I think it's gonna be like by way of Secret Wars, you know, or, you know, because that movie comes out before the Kang Dynasty, right? Mm So there's two Avengers movies announced, it's Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. I think it's going to be Secret Wars first. That's when the X-Men fully get, you know, kind of pulled into...
1: uh, Can you cliff notes version Secret Wars for me?
0: Yeah, so the, um, the, well, first of all, for our our faithful listeners out there, (laughs) there are two Marvel titles called Secret Wars. The first one came out in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Um, and that one is the one. That's where Spider-Man first got his black suit. That's where the Beyonder takes all of the a bunch of good guys and a bunch of bad guys and puts them on this for this other planet called Battle War, and they just fucking battle oh, yeah. it out, right? You know, it's, it, it was just a big, it was a big fucking you know way to sell comics and toys. It's like, hey, let's have like all the coolest Marvel heroes and all the coolest Marvel battle villains each fight each other. But right? then
1: we don't have to worry about like, oh, but New York's gonna get destroyed right. if Doctor Doom fights. And it's fights like no continuity. Person.
0: Like it doesn't matter. It's just a one off. We just you want, know? we
1: want Doctor Doom. Fighting Captain America, it wouldn't make any other sense for the. It's it's, it's the
0: kind of story that, like, Andy from Toy Story would play with with his fucking toys, right? Yeah, that's what it was. But the more recent Secret Wars, which all signs are pointing to that this is what the MCU is going to go with, um, which I don't know why they called it Secret Wars. I think it was just a way to nostalgia link people, right? Um, But. This there was a, actually a very long lead up to what eventually became Secret Wars. It all started with the uh, the concept of incursions, right? Which were two planets from different universes coming together and one one destroys one lives, right? The Illuminati, Reed Richards, Tony Stark, right? Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Charles Xavier. They all learned about it. They figured out what was happening and learned it was part of this bigger, grand cosmic thing. With all the, you had like your your builders and your your map makers and all this shit that Jonathan Hickman did with his writing is real heady sci-fi shit. Right. Um, but it eventually started to culminate. Things got smaller and smaller and smaller where incursions continued to happen. They couldn't stop the incursions. All the worlds were destroying, right? So think about it in the MCU context. That's the multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they even mention incursions, right, in uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, yeah. you know? Um, and then it culminates in Secret Wars with, like, kind of the final incursion, the only two universes that are left are the main Marvel universe and the ultimate universe, right, where uh, Miles Morales comes okay. from. And they're kind of battling it out to see who's going to survive, and what ends up happening is nothing ends up surviving, but Doctor Doom has kind of found, Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange have kind of partnered to figure out the secret to everything, Um, and what ends up happening is when the last two Earths collide, and there's nothing but just white space left, Doctor Doom gets this essentially godlike power. Um, from the molecule man, which is a whole other story, right? But essentially, yeah. he uses his godlike power to piece together a world from all of these different disparaging universes that have been like oh, destroyed. Okay. So very much like what you're gonna see, kind of in in Loki season two. It's a very similar. I mean, concept. I did read, I, I did yeah. read like the
1: episode, so I kind yeah. of know it. So different. he's
0: pulling all these worlds together, and but he makes it in his own image. He's basically god, right? So like Reed Richards like doesn't exist. He's married to Sue Storm, right? And there's all these characters that you recognize, right? They're all different types. right, and they're all they're all the characters that we know. But only Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom, because they were there at the end. Remember the world as it once was. Everybody okay. else thinks of this world as it is, kind of now. So very like the the, the kind of themes they are already starting to play with in Loki and you know the multiverse of well, madness. Loki so they're pretty
1: much now, in, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I just read the episode synopsis. So it seems like Loki basically gave up his life in a way to be kind. The kind of new he who remains, in a and, sense, and yeah. Basically, like he is like now like the god of what they called the god of time, the god of stories, and he is now overseeing the timeline. Right, in, that, in that's a, what I read. Yeah,
0: kind of in it. a sense, and you'll you have to kind of like see the visual to see what it is because it, it's also kind of like a bit of a closure piece for for Ragnarok too because when the when you see the new timelines right like you'll see the there's the 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 timelines are originally shown as being linear like this mm-hmm. but when Loki's done with them they're going now uh vertical and oh, it's very okay. reminiscent of the god tree uh, uh Yggdrasil yeah, what or whatever Yeah yeah the the, the tree right and from from Asgard um mm-hmm. uh, but Loki's now at the center of it and the timeline so as opposed to with the the like season 1 of loki and the TVA where everything is every the timeline time right there's and only then they one and they clip and they clip and they correct. clip, and they clip the way they loki the way loki season 2 finishes is that there are still like almost infinite timelines but they now they're interweaved a little bit okay. so that they can all kind of coexist but he's hoping that it'll like prevent you know more Kang variants from showing up if they're all kind of existing underneath his little, you know. it's a really, really fucking cool ending. And it, and it allows you to still have the multiverse, but still kind of give Loki his resolution. And again, I feel like it gives you a little bit of the Asgard bit. But back to the X-Men post credit oh scene. God, I was, like, oh, my God. I again, I it. wasn't expecting it because it's like, again, going into this movie, right, I, we were— like we were excited but we weren't like super hyped right we weren't expecting this movie to have those kind of earth-shattering moments world right world building like you know and we got two of them between the Kate Bishop and that we got two of them it was and the they thing. were we both got, amazing we got
1: X-Men and Young Avengers Dude, they like were confirmed.
0: So fucking good like so fucking good i think
1: I, I the thing is i have like i obviously love all the Marvel movies but like it's like if we're talking like where X-Men is and forget like it's Marvel, and then you got to jump up like quite a few spots, and then X Men sits at the top. Yeah, so I have such a love for X Men. So the fact that I just saw Beast in a, Mar- a Marvel movie, like I mean, well, for first of all, Charles Xavier and Illuminati and the man, fucking yeah, we- yellow wheelchair was, wheel was yep. but I think and me and you both knew like. And even John Krasinski, as, and he might come back. I don't know. He might. But yeah. we, I think me and you both watched that and said, "Okay, this is all fan service. It's fan service." But I'm yeah. fine. I'm
0: fine with fan service. It if, if it's t- fan service that's good quality, I'm fine with right, it.
1: Exactly. I love seeing Maria, you know, come yeah. back and she was Captain Marvel and all the Illuminati. Like I love that. Um, but ultimately, I knew it was fan service. Right.
0: But this is like no, Beast confirmed. It's ready. Yeah. We're here. And the fact that it was Kelsey Grammer's voice, like I'm sorry, like I, I'm one of the only people I know that legitimately likes x-men the last stand like i what i think that movie gets such a bad rap
1: uh, I, I, listen i think it's just the story well the problem is, is the story is wackadoo yeah
0: the the well see here's the problem is there's two stories and they're completely unrelated but jammed into the thing so like if you take because it's just because like, it's the mutant Antidote one and And Dark Dark Phoenix, Phoenix. And I think that's why people are like, it's It's way too much happening for one movie. If you took, if the movie was just about the cure. It would have been like a legitimately great movie, right. or if it was just about Dark Phoenix, it still might have not been that great. I don't know because they still couldn't get Dark Phoenix right. But like, yeah, like, but it's shoot- true
1: because you have like Dark Phoenix killing Cyclops, right. but then you have like Leech being like, I'm I, like I'm like this kid that they yeah. abused, and it's so it's like which way are we do. But dude,
0: that? we got like X Men: The Last Stand for me was like groundbreaking because again, it came out like 2006, right? You yeah, know, 2007, something like that. That was the first movie where you got like a real superhero scene, right? That we've seen countless times since then. The scene that I'm talking about and I still get like like chills when the scene happens, right? When like the little mutant army is descending upon, you know, Alcatraz and the laboratory yeah. at the end, right? And it's, like, all hope is lost. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, the storm clouds start to come in. And you see the X-Jet landing, right? And all of a sudden, the lightning bolts come down. And it kind of draws that line. And you see Storm come in, right? And Colossus, like, jumps down. And and then it was that first jumps year. down. Iceman comes in. Wolverine, like, you know, the... Uh, with the claws down the side and they all line up in the side and the camera pans and they're all like there ready to fight. Like, that was the first, like, superhero landing moment. And it was so fucking cool because then the fight scene after that was amazing. Like, Colossus is just like, Tossing bodies right. everywhere, beast remember, is like clawing people. I remember in the like face. Storm
1: because it was, was it Storm and Callisto had like a few fights. Yeah, in the movie, yeah.
0: And she throws her on the
1: fucking oh, the fence dude. and just fucking electrocutes the shit out of her. Well, that
0: was another thing I loved about the Last Stand is like, like listen, the first two X Men movies are, are great. Yeah. But listen, the 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 one thing that the first two X Men movies got like really wrong that's really noticeably annoying is that like. Wolverine is the only character in those first two movies who like really like gets to use his powers in like a meaningful oh, way. Oh yeah, fucking storm, right.
1: Storm's eyes turn white and wind happens right. in the first
0: two movies. But that here. but then in X-Men 3, she is lightning bolting the shit out of people and she's doing that cool little tornado move where she bitch-macks the guy. that's like, yes. so fucking cool, and right? Yeah, like Juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it was so like it was, like everybody really got to like Colossus as I said, like Iceman, right? Like as a full on you know, with Pyro, like really got to use their powers. And that's why I felt like
1: um that's what i that's i think my favorite x-men movies and i think is uh days of future past that whole opening scene in the future when it's like the team is like bishop sunspot like and you really see iceman like really like the fully Mm -hmm. realized version of him and then like you know you have like warpath and and storm and And like Blink Blink is so good so, (laughs) so underutilized but yeah so good um yeah i loved it like
0: I think First Class is my favorite X Men movie. Ugh, Days of Class Future Past is, Pass is number two, but First Class it just it just hits um, all of the right notes for me. Banshee, like even with Kevin loved, Bacon as the bad guy, like I fucking loved Banshee. Yeah, oh, dude, Banshee was so good. Yeah, so good. Like the like the only I have I only have like there's only two issues I have with with X Men First Class. One, January Jones is a terrible actress. Yeah, she just like sucks the life out of any scene that she's in. Um, and two, like. Why did they have to, like, why does Havoc's power, like, why can't he just use his hands? Why does he have to do this thing where he, like, uh. <laughs> fucking shakes, you know, to, like, shoot his power rings? Like, why? Like, come on. Just, it's in his fucking hands, okay? Like, just, yeah. we don't need to, <laughs> like, not everything. Like, you know, we, we you gave us the explanation with, with Banshee, right, where, you know, he uses his his voice, to to give him the flight abilities, right? But, like, why does he have to do that? He's, like, shaking like this, right? It was just, like, the most ridiculous fucking thing. It's, like, the only thing about the movie. And then they also got rid of
1: Darwin, who is, like, the best fucking character.
0: Oh, the black guy always dies first. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I mean, that was, like, a trope, you know? (laughs) You saw that one coming a mile away. But even the way he died was so great. He puts He puts the little, little, like, energy ball down his throat, and he fucking explodes.
1: Listen, I've died with a few balls in my throat, too, (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: man yeah dude that's so perfect all right man
1: Uh, um but so yeah but now now so then the question is so where do we go from here right it's like like obviously i like are we gonna get a movie with monica in this like i honestly so my my guess is where we go from here from the whispers i've heard about deadpool I feel like Deadpool is a huge linchpin in this. I think so, so too. One of the whispers I've heard about Deadpool, just based off also what the set pieces are, because there's like a 20th Century Fox like <laughs> thing, like that's destroyed. So one of the whispers I heard was that Deadpool finds out, like, because now the multiverse is open, like with Spider-Man and like how right multiverse. He goes, "Wait, there's a multiverse," and he finds out there's another person that has regenerative abilities and he goes fuck that shit i want to be the only fucking person and he goes into different realities trying <laughs> fighting wolverine <laughs> in multiple different realities and something in him jumping somehow he'll find him a guffin yeah somehow how he jumps right and him doing all that is gonna somehow like link them or he's gonna maybe Monica rambo will show up in deadpool 3 right you know, oh, you know, yeah you know. I, so that- i think that's how where we're going with
0: it see i think what you said at the end there i i think what we're gonna what we're going to learn is that the universe that monica rambo woke up in at the in the after credit scene where beast is there and the x-men are there that's deadpool's universe i think that's what we're 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 gonna see oh okay
1: okay yeah because, oh, okay if i you, didn't think about that because
0: if you think about it right like
1: x-men are already established in deadpool's universe now i think about it right
0: exactly the x-men are already established in deadpool's universe and the only. You and they know, never really.
1: And the, the cool thing that Deadpool 1 and 2 did was the really only X-Men we saw were Negasonic and Colossus. Like, well, they didn't really.
0: Except well, for that one scene where they're closing the door, you know? Right? right. And that had some of the other ones from the main X Men movies, so that could be how you introduce, right? Because like, they're going to do one or two things. They're either they're either going to make it so that this is, you know, they're they're gonna, they're going to tell us that Deadpool actually does exist in the same universe as these other X Men movies, right? And that's now the universe that Monica has is been it? transplanted into, right? Or they're just gonna build something completely like from the ground up, just saying like oh it's you know it's fucking Hugh Jack just like they would you know Charles Xavier show, Patrick Stewart showing up in multiverse of mass. But uh, honestly, I, re- I think they're gonna try to, to to connect it. I really think they're gonna try to say that, you know, that the, the Deadpool universe is the same as it always has been with that X-Men universe, right? And Monica's you know, in the Deadpool. And Monica's universe. in that universe too, right? The, the, and then
1: maybe now with Deadpool somehow jumping and fighting right. green or Because remember, whatever. if if
0: that's all canon, right, that means days of future. Past is canon too right which would mean that when wolverine went back and kind of fixed everything that timeline he's in at the end yeah. right you know where gene and scott um, are back right. that yeah. can be the timeline that they maybe exist in now oh, you boy, know right like to bleed. i know <laughs> 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 that's why i love this shit i love figuring it all out it's so much oh, fun this um, is what, yeah good movie um yeah, I liked it. like that. I think yeah. it's the
1: first fun Marvel movie in a very long time. Yeah,
0: it's the first movie that like got me like really again, Black Panther and Guardians were fantastic, right? But sad, but, but sad. This was the first time I've been at a Marvel movie since Endgame. I'm sorry, not since Endgame, since uh No Way Home. where I wanted to like be no, no, like no, where I was, so where not, I was yeah. like fuck yes, this is great and it got me excited for what what what's yeah. coming next. Exactly. You know? Cause, yeah. Cuz yeah, cuz Black Panther and uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy, like, you know, even though, like, especially Black Panther, there's a little bit of nod to the future. The very final feeling, right? Like, right. The very final really, feeling. I
1: felt very much like we might see his son.
0: Right. But I yeah, we, we I know. wouldn't be
1: surprised if we never see his yeah. son. You know what I mean?
0: But. So, um this has got me hyped. It was really good. Um, yeah. Watch Loki. We'll do that episode next yes. week. Um, and then, did you watch Secret Invasion, by the way?
1: I saw. I, I read up we'll, it. we'll talk about Secret Invasion with Loki, too. Yeah.
0: Um this was a great time. Uh, as I, I love coming, I love going to see the movie. And then just coming back and podcasting, like exactly. it, it's all fresh and we're still hype. It's great. Um, well, I'm Matt. I'm Will. And uh, this is we still. Have, this is no. It's flicking still, it. It's still flicking. No, it. I'm saying, but like I was trying to think of like a cool sign off, like you know, like maybe um, like make like, flick in it. I don't know. That's fucking stupid. Well, but you keep know, keep flicking it. Yeah, flick that. Well, bean. Oh, well,
1: we'll flick. Keep flicking that bean for women. For women. <laughs> <laughs>